sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome, everybody. We've landed on Teen Sports Radio. I am Erica, the queen of teen. Dr. D is our producer. How are you doing today, D? I'm doing very well. I just uh, got back from my walk down State Street and back up again, all the way down to uh, Haley and back. Very nice out there. Love it. Love it. Love it. Beautiful. We, we nice. needed a big, nice, long break. All of our waters are filled up. All of our lakes. Yep. And- Reservoirs, we're doing a really good job. It's not filled up to the top. We we love water. Yes, we do. We've been in a drought for decades. We love the water. No complaining there. <laughs> uh, we've got a full house today. Don Sanders, how you doing, Don? Very well. Hey, Rachel Seidel with Youth Wellness. How you doing? Great, thank you. Did I did I mess that up? What is it? It is Seidel. What is what is Seidel. it? Seidel. I have, I have everybody pronouncing it differently, but it is Steidel. No, I got, to, I, yeah, no, it's Steidel, but you, with Youth Well, I'm sorry. That's oh, oh, oh yes, with Youth Well. <laughs> no, I put your nonprofit as your last name. <laughs> That's so goofy. <laughs> Stop laughing, Alex. Knock it off. Okay. <laughs> Alex, I love you. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Alex Ramirez, I love your, uh, you know, I just want you to know I did do the stretching. I even bought a bar. It's in the hallway. I hang on that thing. See, I'm up now. I'm Thanks. up and you're making it happen. Thank you. Yay. Good for That's you. It. I love it. So what, what are we working on for, uh, for your uh, fitful life? Right. I mean, we're, I'm just trying to get people to move. So always getting people to move, get up and walk, get some sunshine. Right now, that's like my main goal is getting people. So Dr. D, good for you. It's going to help you sleep well tonight, put you in a good rhythm. Um, but hydration and protein, you know, just getting enough protein for that muscle building, uh, strength promoting body. I tell you, the hanging. I must be part bat, okay? Because I was just like, oh! I mean, it was awesome. I heard, it was like crunch, crunch, crunch all the way down. Don, I mean, that's why I need you. I'm going to call you and make an appointment because I can see the body needs a little body work. Yes. I I call my business donsmassageohi.com. And, you know, that hanging, every morning I do that for a minute after drinking some water. Hydrate and hang really Mm. straightens you out. It uh, the funny strange job, great. All right, well, we've got Stephanie Forrester. She has her sister in the house. Where we're going to get to her later. How you doing, Steph? Great. Yay, Christine Marie Archerot. How are you, Christine? Fantabulous. Thank Yay. you. Yay. Okay, we're going to get to you later too. Let's do some recaps in the house. First up, first batter in the recap: Santa Barbara High School Dons. Romy Davies. What say you? Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California with this week's SB Dons Sports Recap, which goes out to my cousins, JJ and Ingrid, in New York. In baseball news, the boys delivered two out hits to score three runs in the fifth inning and beat Saugus 3-1 in an all-league baseball game this Wednesday. Kai Malt ripped a two-out double to score Thomas Gill from third base for the first run. Gill drew a walk from Saga starter Nicholas Carufel and then stole second and third. Liam Keithley drove in Lee Pollock with a single. This win improves the boys to 11-8 on the season, 
and they finished the week with a non-league game against Camarillo on Thursday at home. In track news, junior Andreas Dittal achieved a personal best and won his race in the Open Mile at the prestigious Arcadia Invitational on Saturday. His time was second overall behind Cameron Roan of Long Beach Poly. He went to the front early and never looked back. He was totally in control, said coach Olivia Produces of Dittal's race. The Dons track team go to Buena for a double duel with Buena and Rio Mesa on Wednesday. In other exciting news, Stella Borgioli was named Santa Barbara's recipient of the Phil Womble Ethics in Sports Award on Monday at the Roundtable Press Luncheon. Borgioli, a junior, plays indoor and beach volleyball. She was a key member of the Dons Channel League Championship team in indoor volleyball in the fall. Her work ethic and caring on and off the court is what sets her apart from other student athletes. So big congrats to her. That's it for this week's SBDOMS recap and see you next time. Thank you, Romy. Next up, Valeria Romo, DP High School Chargers. Valeria. Thanks, Erica. And hey, everyone, I'm Valeria, and I'm back with this week's Charger recap. Starting off with girls lacrosse. Girls lacrosse played against Thratcher High School. Final score was 19-8, the Chargers taking the win. Senior Avery Ball scored seven points, completing a milestone of 200 career goals. Then girls beach volleyball played against the crosstown rival Santa Barbara. The final score was 4-1, the Chargers taking the win. Boys volleyball also had a game and they played against Oxnard High School. The final score was 3-1, the Chargers winning the game. Softball played against Santa Clara High School. The final score was 5-2, the Chargers taking the win. Going back to lacrosse, boys lacrosse also played against Thrasher High School. The final score was 8-5, the Chargers taking the win. Then our baseball team played against crosstown rival Santa Barbara. The final score was 8-1, unfortunately the Chargers lost. Boys lacrosse also played against Santa Barbara with the final score of 11-3, the Chargers winning the game. And finally, softball. Our softball team played against our other crosstown rival San Marcos. The final score was 10-3, the Chargers winning the game. That makes their league record 7-0, staying undefeated. For this week's shout out, I want to give a huge shout out to the girls softball team. Good job girls, keep winning those games. And that is it for this week's Charger Recap. I'm Valeria Tiburcio-Romo and I'll see y'all next week. Thank you, Valeria. We've got Sean Walters, our first intern since pre, since COVID really. He's be working with Dr. D here shortly, looking so forward to it. He's looking forward to having a career in broadcasting. Um, so excited to be able to support our teen athletes. Bishop Diego High School Cardinals, Sean, what's going on? Thank you so much, Erica. This is Bishop Diego High School senior Sean Walters signing on once again to give you the Bishop Diego High School sports recap. Starting us off with softball, about a week ago, the Cardinals unfortunately came up just short 4-2 in a tightly contested league match with the game coming down to the last out with two on base. Junior Tessa Johansson went 3-3 three for three with one RBI and scored one run. Other junior Lauren Weeks went 3-4 for four with one RBI. Shortly after, though, they redeemed themselves as they beat Kastiak at home in a mid-season non-league contest. Lauren Weeks led the way once again, going 3-for-4 with 4 RBIs. While doing all of that, she managed to score 1 run and get 4 strikeouts on the mound in 2 innings. Sophomore Maddie Ferries pitched the other 5 innings and totaled 6 strikeouts. Great job, girls. 
They weren't the only ones to grasp a win though, as the boys volleyball team got a huge league win in a rematch against Foothill Tech 3-1. Braylon Caters led the way with 14 kills and John Michael Flint added 13. Congrats guys. Well everyone, that's all I've got this week for Bishop Sports Recap. Thank you so much for listening and please don't forget to tune in once again next week. This is Sean Walters signing off. Thank you, Sean. Okay, never least, we have our terrific royal duo, duo Ambrose Partee, Sammy Schaefer. What's happening? Thanks, Erica. It's Sammy and Ambrose here with your weekly sports update. Congrats to junior Caitlin Early, girls softball player, for being named Roundtable Athlete of the Week. Starting off with lacrosse, our boys beat Dos Pueblos 9-8. Tyler Hughes scooped up a ground ball in a sudden victory overtime, ran across the midfield, and fed a perfect pass to freshman Luke Matthews for a game-winning goal. Great job, boys. Now moving on to volleyball, our boys beat Dos Pueblos in a Channel League match in sets of 25-19, 25-14, 19-25, and 25-14 to win in four. Cliff Ficker, the junior libero, went on a 15-point service in the fourth set to put Dos Pueblos' comeback to a rest. Also, last Tuesday, our boys swept Ventura at home with scores of 25-5, 25-9, and 25-15. Moving on to golf, our boys played at the prestigious 54-hole Champion Invitational at the Taquitz Creek Golf Resort in Palm Springs. That placed Metzger at the all-tournament team as the Royals finished 12th overall out of the 45 teams from California, Nevada, Arizona, Texas, Kansas, South Carolina, and Vancouver. Now moving on to baseball, our boys beat Oxnard 4-1 with Cole Schoenwetter pitching four innings of no-hit ball with eight strikeouts and Caden Hodina pitching the last three innings, giving up one earned run and striking out four. Patrick Kelly had two RBIs and Brad Chicotta and Logan Stevenson each had one. Brendan Chicotta had two hits and one walk. Owen Estabrook, Patrick Kelly, and Brad Chicotta and Stevenson all singled. Also, last Tuesday, our boys beat Valencia 5-1 at home with Cole Schoenwetter pitching six innings of no-hit ball with 14 strikeouts and Kane Hodina coming in completing the no-hitter by getting the final two outs. Schoenwetter threw 86 pitches and gave up two walks. Owen Estabrook led the Royals offense with two hits and two RBI. Darren Orlando and Brad Chicotta had one hit and one RBI each. Hodina, Schoenwetter, and Brendan Chicotta also had hits. Great job, boys. That's all we have for you this week. Back to you, Erica. Thank you, everyone. So excited he's back, Richard Ellsworth, right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Richard Ellsworth at Life Chiropractic College West. And, you know, just listening to everybody talk about uh, sports and, and just thinking about all the different activities that um, all the teens and even the adults listening are, are hopefully getting involved in. Um, it was reminding me of Golgi tendon organs. 
which I know is a very complex name and a complex thought perhaps, but I think it's one of the coolest functions of our body that can actually be used practically. So believe it or not, our muscles that you use when you're engaging in some sort of activity, as we do know, they all have different functions. Some of them are similar functions. Some of them have the same function. Some of them work in tandem and others work alone. But our muscles have their own organs. How cool is that? And they regulate which muscle is active, which muscle is turned on at one point, and which muscle is turned off at another point. Really cool. So get this. You can't have two muscles performing opposite actions, oppositional actions at the same time. Meaning, let's say I'm doing, a, I'm doing something that uses my bicep, right? I'm doing a bicep curl, maybe. My tricep is turned off. It is completely inactive. There is no kinetic energy going to my tricep. All the energy is in my bicep at that point because the tricep does the opposite action of the bicep. Cool, right? So that also means you can use that to your advantage. A lot of athletes such as yourselves may get kind of sore after you work out or after you play a game. If you have a sore muscle, and you know what muscle performs the opposite action, you can engage that muscle that performs the opposite action, such as by massaging it or, or doing some sort of lift or stretch on that opposite muscle to turn off the muscle that's sore and the pain will go away. That's wow. Awesome. Okay. I never knew So that's that. why massage works so well. Because they're literally triggering another muscle group to get the muscle that's upset to turn off. Gosh, I never realized that. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. So, so imagine, have you ever seen those? Um, it's kind of like a chest expansion uh, type of tool where you have a bunch of like coils of metal and they're connected by two handles and you try to pull them apart. And it, it kind of works your, your anterior deltoids. Um, packs a little bit as you as you kind of pull. So those yes. little metal springs, we have springs like that, spindles that are in our muscles that connect them, and and that is the function of those. Enough energy travels through those little spindles to send signals that turn one on and the other off. So just as a practical example, um, I have a friend who does a lot of stuff on on her feet pretty regularly. And she was experiencing some pain in one of her muscles on the side of her foot. Anything on the side of the foot, hand, body, they all abduct, right? They all take your limb and move it away from the center of your body, away from your body's midline. That's abduct, A-B. To move together is adduct, add together, adduct, A-D. So... What's really cool is, is this adducting muscle in her foot that was really sore. She could put all the pressure and, and energy into that that she wanted to try and massage it. And if it's been active for a long time, such as if you've been running or playing basketball and, and that particular part of your body is really active, it's in a state called clonus, which means it is not going to turn off. It is going to keep being sore until it's been relaxed long enough that it unwinds. But you hurt now. You want to unwind it immediately. So what I had this person do is actually take a tennis ball and stick it in the middle of her foot 
In the middle of the foot is where the adductors are that bring the toes together. I had her stimulate that and it immediately turned off that abducting muscle and all the pain went away. Hmm. So it's one of those instances where sometimes we think to ourselves, okay, this part of me hurts right now. Maybe I've worked it out too much, or I've lifted too heavy of a weight, or I've worked it too hard on the court, whatever it is. Um, sometimes that happens, right? And, and our, our response is, okay, I need to deal with this muscle directly. But maybe that's not always the answer. Sometimes it can be bringing blood flow and circulation to an area is, is never a bad thing. But if it's in that, that stressed state where it's, it's so conditioned to being overworked, that it's kind of stuck there, that's that clonus state, then you might want to stimulate the opposite muscle. What muscle has the opposite action of the one that's hurting right now? And it will turn it off. You got to be really careful because with the foot, especially you have so many little bones. And I can't tell you how many people uh, that I knew playing soccer, basketball, softball in school, college, that would get stress fractures. Mm, Yeah. So it, it wasn't so much of a striking motion. It was the ongoing. Would that be caused by an ongoing pain, like the adductor muscle, stress, 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 and then because there's so many bones in the foot? Is that yeah, why? It, it, yeah, it absolutely can be. So if, if muscles, because they're holding the bones in place, if you end up with some sort of bone fracture, sometimes that can be from a direct impact, but it can also be from muscles specifically being too tense and pulling bones in different directions, sometimes on top of each other. The that ones in the feet, so you have a whole bunch of right. stuff that are stacked, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The bones in the feet are very much stacked on top of each other. So you can pull something out and it's going <laughs> to throw mm-hmm. out multiple layers in the foot. Um, and then, and then you, you can really have a problem. However, um, it's worth noting that there are chiropractors, um, I'm sure, uh, in Santa Barbara as well, um, who do extremity adjustments and they can actually adjust the bones in your foot. Um, I've actually had that done now for therapeutic, um, to build on that, would you suggest water? I would when you when you give yourself you do would you suggest Epsom salts, hot water, cold water, ice water, if when it deals with your feet? Because I've seen I've heard a lot of foot issues lately. What would you what what would be a good thing? Depends on the issue. Uh, generally, you want to bring blood flow to an area that has a problem. Right. So if you if you have an area that that has a problem, you want more circulation there to help heal the problem. However, if there is a significant amount of inflammation, that inflammation takes priority first and you would want to ice it. So ideally, in any type of injury that that or pain that may concern the bones, you want to go ice and then hot and start alternating and increase the frequency of, of alternating between them as time progresses. So is it a 20 minute uh, progression and then 15 and then 10? 10? Is that how you is that what you're talking? Um, You could do it that way. You kind of want to pay attention to your body. It may even be over the course of an hour. Okay, got it. Richard, how do we get a hold of you? You're wonderful. Um, You're always more than welcome to email me at mountainsagehealingarts at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Will we hear you again next week? Absolutely. Yay! (laughs) Thank you, Richard.
Stay here. We'll be back with more after these messages. the queen of teen please tune in every single tuesday 9 a.m hi this is don sanders and uh, i have a huga for you this morning a huga comes from danish culture which is a state of mind where you have comfy cozy feelings kind of like receiving a hug but without the actual physical squeeze wanted to quickly share a couple recent huga moments and um i kind of uh themed this one life is a miracle and take delight in seemingly little things that really are big things and uh one of the times when i just really felt undescribably happy recently was my daughter took me on a hike to the uh, lower tunnel trail up there in santa barbara crashing waterfalls and all the greenery and everything and and the talk and she wants to write together and it was just inexpressibly wonderful and uh just a, a word to the teen athletes there and the young people forming their lives out there is that uh you know you get swept up into a, a current like a river and uh, i always i always tell young folks that your 20s will go by in an eye blink you know and so uh you you can't really i mean my early work life was was just a raging river my a lot of my childhood and so when you when you can you can gain some control over your schedule and you can take some moments for yourself that's what my examples are about just times when i can cherish you know family time being with my children recently on my birthday we were having a long dialogue with our two children you know late at night and they turned the tables on us and said dad i think you need to get off of social media and 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 so like i i went along in the spirit of it and i won't name names but i deleted three social media programs and uh, that freed up some time then then just you know good friends you know i have a friend up there in galita we hike and we eat and and play guitar and his wife and he are really good it just gives me a chance to play with other people indescribably happy and my wife just got back from a trip to japan and i didn't know this but do you know that in japan there is no litter on the streets they don't have trash cans that's their culture they keep it clean and so these kind of things you know where where you know you'll have your busy times when you won't have a thought for yourself but when you can control your schedule prioritize to to you know do all these little things that are really really huge so I, I wanted to leave a little bit of time for the crew to respond here if anybody i love that i love the sharing in real life of huga moments because that's what brings wellness about is when we notice the times that are making us feel good that yeah. that supports our mental health or physical health fantastic 
Yeah. And, you know, when you talk about the, this is Christine Marie, we talk about the little things that really are the big things. I've been waking up every morning going, oh my gosh, it's a brand new day, never been used. Wow. What's going to happen today? Whereas some people might think, oh, it's just another day. I'm like, wait, this is brand new. This is the beginning. Look at this morning here. It's fresh. Wow. What's going to happen? So I, I, I like that. I, that helps set my day for me. And, you know, I can't believe you're still single. <laughs> So much happiness. <laughs> You're killing me. I don't want this. I want to be miserable. Stay away from Christine. <laughs> it is it is a bad not a bad habit it's a good habit in fact um my staff where i work they're always like well you're always so positive when you come in in the morning how is that possible i'm like i don't know it's always been that way i used to work at trader joe's show up at four in the morning five in the morning hi hi everybody and they'd be like rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> so you know don't talk to me <laughs> just wow. a habit uh, life is precious Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Right, right. All, all the little things do help. <clears throat> I have a, I, you know, for a moment with all the rain that we had for a moment, I got out of my morning walks because it was mm. just dumping. And for, a, I had to do a raincoat day and my dog hated it. He just absolutely hated rent, walking in the rain. So I didn't do it again. But even getting out of that little habit made such a big difference. It, it threw me off my sleeping habits. Um, I, I mentally, I felt kind of not as sprightly and positive in the morning. Something about that morning walk with the coffee, seeing the sunshine, walking with my dog. It just really puts me in a good mood. Uh, mm-hmm. And so not having that, I just noticed it really, you know, a lot too. So it was just, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a, again, the little things, keeping it simple. Yeah. Okay, Rachel, let me hear some magic. You throw organization. I mean, this is CEO. You, you have to be, I mean, Putting things together, because I'm by nature that kind of person too, you have to have a positive outlook. I do have a positive outlook. I, um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm listening to all this self-care. And we talk about this all the time on Youth Well and with parents and youth. And my kids will be nearby hearing me going, I love that you talk about this, mom. And then you don't do it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but... To what Alex said, one of my favorite things is to take uh, beach walks. And last year I got an electric bike and I've been loving using that too. So nice. Nice. Yeah, we have two of them. It's under, it's draped. There's a whole nother story. Somebody misplaced the uh, chargers. So I, I was waiting, but it's oh, all no. this rain. <laughs> I know, right? So now I have to pedal. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on now. I had it my doesn't work, guy. Dominique. It doesn't work. <laughs> Erica, I had my battery die a couple of weeks ago, and my daughter came up behind me and said, "Mom, it looks like you're really working. You look like you're out of breath." And I said, "I know. The back, the battery stopped." <laughs> <laughs> so funny. My battery would stop right before getting up to a hill. I had a. Uh, it was I used to take my kids used to do the. Uh, lifeguard when they were in kids that's the best bang for the buck as a mom ucsb oh thank you so much it was 150 bucks a week and then every morning you should take them to the beach drop them off and then pick them up and i remember having this race with my uh, my son joe and he was probably like in eighth grade and i just blew past everybody and then all of a sudden because i had to beat him right so then we hit that hill at ucsb it's straight uphill and all of a sudden, I look behind me and I hear him giggling, right? Because halfway up that hill, I could—I I pretty much almost fell off the bike. Like I just—I just 
burnt out. And then when he passed me, he was hysterical laughing. And then I just tried to get off and try to run, but my legs locked. <laughs> I was in shape back then. I couldn't do anything. And then, oh, that wasn't good. I heard about, I hear about that to, to this day and I'm 60. There you go. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Don, who do we got next? Uh, next up, please stay tuned. We're going to have Stephanie Forrester. You stay here. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Stephanie Forrester. Nice to be here. I am the community activist, and I'm here to introduce my sister, Adele Matri- Adele Matri- Oh my God. Adele Marie Luttrell. I'm used to not calling her Marie. Um, she has um, had her own practice and done family therapy for 30 years. Um, she also um, is an author of a couple of books that are written for children with mental illness. And she's personally for me just been such an inspirational um, person in my life. I don't know what I'd do without her. I know it sounds um, like redundant, but she's literally been the wind beneath my wings and um, I'm happy to introduce her. Yay! Thank you. Hi, Steph. Good to see you. Hi. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Nice. All right. Okay, so I want to start off because Christine Marie, of course, I'm sitting. She's to my right. She's to my right. We were sharing a meal together, and I had mentioned that you were going to be on the show, and I was just confused. I mean, because I when you look up on you on the internet. It promotes this new this therapy that I've never heard about. And then as soon as I mention it, boy, I just get this whole dissertation from Christine Marie. Okay. About oh, what, what a dissertation. It? it was what is no, but it was your your knowledge. I was just blown. I, it's funny how you how people just know certain things about certain areas of things. And this is all about the sand therapy. Never heard of sand therapy. I used to make sand castles when I was a kid, try to stop the water from knocking them down. That's and I found that very therapeutic, but that's as far as sand therapy that as I've been. And then Christine was getting so deep into the how amazing it was. And Christine, I'll let you take over. I wasn't getting into any of the depth necessarily. I mean, just understand that I was trained as a Waldorf kindergarten teacher, and then I also worked at Pacifica Graduate Institute for about five years, um, doing all of their um, helping run their um, public programs and conferences, administrating them. You know, like kind of signing people up and doing that kind of stuff. Program coordinator. So um, I have, you know, I, I had the opportunity to to 
explore sand tray therapy and it is amazing i don't know that i did much of it myself but just you know really the all of the different options and possibilities and this i mean i would love to hear more from you as a as a sand tray mm-hmm. therapist i just i just love the symbolism and the connection and how it can really help i, I want to say children but also everybody that has an inner child human beings really help process their um things that they're working through from a symbolic level they don't even know that they're aware of, right? By what images, what what figures they pick, how what they do with them in the sand, how it works out. It's really a powerful um, therapeutic. Uh, what do I want to say? Process. So please, Adele, tell us more. Told you she knew a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, how exciting! I had no idea I was going to talk about sand play therapy, but it is actually one of the most amazing. Uh, forms of therapy, particularly for children that have had trauma, especially pre-verbal trauma, because there's really no way children can verbalize what's happened to them early, those early experiences. And we know that when we have trauma, that it's taken in not just, it's taken in into our whole being, our body. Mm -hmm. And that's why body therapies are so important for helping process trauma. So I kind of stumbled upon sample therapy when I was working with children with very deep traumas. And I honestly do not know how these children would have ever processed their trauma without, for me, without this form of of therapy. They Kids don't want to talk about stuff. Even kids that are verbal, like 10, 11, 12, don't want to talk about trauma. It's too traumatizing. So having this free and protected space where they have a box, a sandbox, it's a particular size, and then all these different figurines and miniatures that represent the entire world on a on a you know external level and even archetypal level you know magical things everything you can imagine they can build they can build pictures in the sand and this stimulates their imagination and stimulates their unconscious a six months to a year to two years you see a process unfold and you see a resolution you see stages in the treatment and you see a resolution and then sometimes you can talk about some of these things on a more verbal level but it's just been invaluable wow that's amazing adele what so what are you working on right now uh, what am I working on right now? Well, actually, it's funny you ask. On Saturday, I'm going to be taking a class online called Spiritual Counseling. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested in the intersection between uh, psychology and spirituality. So I'm going to actually take a course uh, through my meditation center. And kind of scared. It's going to require a lot of work. <laughs> I have to be a student again. So that's that's sort of my own professional, what I'm doing professionally. So share about your meditation center. Um, I am part of the Ananda Meditation Center where I started doing yoga about a decade ago and then just started taking meditation courses through um, the center, really getting into yoga, not just the poses, but the teachings of yoga. And it's just been really wonderful. It really resonated with me. Um, And it's just it's a practice. I'm not very good at it. But, you know, you just show up and you practice and try to really connect with the inner, the inner voice, so to speak. Get your guidance more from an inner place rather than external. So it's, nice. it's a life, lifelong. Yeah. Well, we so appreciate you being here. We, if, if there's more questions, we've got to take a break, though, right now. What's your contact information? Adele Luttrell. 
at gmail.com. And Luttrell is L-U-T-T-R-E-L-L. Yes, and A-D-E-L-E, Adele with one L. Thank you. Well, we know you're coming back. So let's okay. everybody stay here. We'll be back with more after these messages. Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. We were having a wonderful conversation with Adele, and we were discussing sand therapy. And um, in the break, some of us were also talking about the importance of actually putting our hands uh, in the ground, in the sand, going to the beach. And um, there's a, a term that I've heard. I don't know where it comes from, but it's called earthing. Ooh. Can you talk a little bit about um, how you bridge when you're working either with a child or an adult with sand therapy to the practices that they could be doing like every day? And maybe we can pass that on to our teens as some good activities that will help them mm. ground in their body and provide therapy for themselves. Yeah. Um, well, I think I, I try to encourage clients to connect with nature. I said the most therapeutic thing you can do is be outside in the sun, be out in nature. If you can get to the we live by the beach. So go for a walk barefoot in the sand at low tide. It's very therapeutic. Just being out in nature. I think people ground and come to a sense of more peace and harmony within themselves. So I I recommend that kind of an intervention. Um, there's also yoga. I mean, yoga is one of the most effective forms of really grounding and calming the body, calming the breath. If you work on breath work, you can't be anxious. If you really practice breathing, you calm your body down. It's, it sounds so simple, but it really works. So I would recommend those couple of things for teens. They're very easy to do, especially the breathing and some simple yoga poses. I think that's wonderful. Oh, I love it. That's wonderful, Adele, says Christine Marie. And I was really thinking about how the work that you've done as, um, you know, Santra therapy, and then now, you, and now you're doing yoga and you're looking into spiritual psychology. It's really fascinating to think about. Like, I think it's so important to understand the or to tap into the wisdom of the body. And as our young people coming into becoming grownups and adults, you know, learning to trust what your body's telling you, you know, when there's something that's happening doesn't feel right in your body. And getting into nature and getting calm really helps us, at least helps me, I've learned as an adult to tap into what my body is saying to me um, um, and to tap into what my truth is and how it's all connected, right? I think once we're in, we're looking at psychology, we're looking at the unconscious and different things going on. And there's more to us than just these physical bodies that we see. So they're also brilliant and amazing. And there's also more. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Rachel, Rachel wants to add, I see it. She's going to wave her hand any second. She can't be shy here. When we're talking... <laughs> To teens, um, the breath work, like Adele said, I think is one of the best things because we talk about um, how important it is that you can be sitting in a class, brushing 
um, and for a test and just taking that few minutes. The other is journaling, just taking a few minutes to write your thoughts down. And that can be a challenging one, feeling like it could be a big commitment, but just to write a few things, especially gratitude journals. Mm. You can spend a few minutes every day just thinking about something positive in your day. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. I love this. Okay. Now, drum roll. We got something new we're adding to the to the show. Dominique, she said, I want to do some astrology. Because the world, we're, we're little. There's a big world out there. Dominique, where are we going with this? So um, in talking to teens about being in your body and watching the flow of life and so forth, it's really fun in the evening to watch the phases of the moon. And if teens aren't aware of it, the moon within 28, 29 days is literally present within the different constellations, the major constellations that we see up in the heavens. And so astrologers have kind of watched the patterns of energy that are possibly at play. So it's kind of fun. If you want to look at patterns that are outside of yourself hmm. um, in order to uh, ground into life, Tuesday, the moon will be in Capricorn. And what they say when the moon is in Capricorn, that, that is a serious, studious time. It's a wonderful, the, the universe is giving you energy to plan. So if teens have never done this, Look at your week and look at your month. Look at the big projects, you know, term papers or big projects that you have to do. And Tuesday, it will be an excellent time to plan that out for the week and for the month. You know, where's your study hall? Where's your study periods? Where's time to yourself? Where does family fit in? And if you take the time to write it down, you'll find that your week and your month will actually flow a lot better. Even though it may not work out the way that you have it written down, that structure, that, that's what Capricorn energy is. It's, it's structured to help make, make something happen. And so give that a try. If you've never noticed where the moon constellations are, see if that Capricorn energy can help you plan out your week and your month. Okay, you've got a lot to add to this. I have something to add. (laughs) A few things. One, the moon changes signs, astrological signs, about every three days, right? Mm -hmm. And in the same way as it's moving through its own cycles from um, new moon to half moon to full moon to half moon to new moon, you know, waxing, waning. And one of the things I wanted to say about that is a lot of people say, no, the stars don't have anything to do with us in the world. That's all just fancy hooey. Number one, it's been around a long, 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 longer time than we have thousands of years in China and other places in India. But also, I really think about the moon specifically because the moon really affects the waters of our planet as it goes around our planet. It really physically affects our planet. So, if like what I was saying just a little earlier before, I like to um, assume I'm have, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. There's not just my body here and that there are things that are being influenced. Like maybe perhaps the moon might influence more than just the waters of the rising tides and, and, you know, high tides and low tides, maybe it's something to wonder about and think about. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, uh, if you want, uh, does anybody want to pick a card today? I was, Oh, we have to have Adele Latrell's picking a card today. Oh, okay. How do I do that? So Adele, what I'm going to do is you just tell me when to stop shuffling. Okay. 
And then I'm going to ask you if you want to pick from the bottom, the top or the middle, and then we'll, you know, and then we'll just pick the card. So just let me know. So okay, don't wait. You can okay. And, and would you like me to pick from the top or the bottom or somewhere in the middle? In the middle. Okay. So I'm going to just cut the deck like this. And do you want me to pick from the bottom of this deck or the top of this deck? The top. Okay. Oh, look at this. <laughs> uh <-oh>. <laughs> <Trouble>. <laughs> you picked this. You picked one of the ones that makes people very uncomfortable, Adele. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> of course. This is um, the devil card. Oh, the devil. But what the devil card is oh. really about, the devil card is about, funnily enough, in a really cool way, it's about freeing yourself from the chains that bind you and becoming really aware of your unconscious, Ooh. right? <laughs> Dealing with your shadow side. Right. Ooh, and how do you, you know, and so I think the, the opposite card of the devil card is the lover's card, which is becoming very conscious and coming into the inner mystical marriage of aligning with yourself, right. And really individualizing, really becoming yourself. So when you're in the devil card in the devil space is just looking at what are you not looking at? Um, what was the, what are the parts of your unconscious that, that are wanting in, um, your attention that might be easier to see outside of you and point it like, Oh, look at that person. I hate it when that person does that. It's easier to see it outside and then when you turn that finger your hand around there's three fingers pointing back at you and you're like oh right i do that too oh that's what this is for and that's why it's bothering me so much so that's really the devil's about projection right and what we do and when we take responsibility for our shadow it's like um devil get thee behind me right when you call the devil by its name he has no more power over you so that's where that's where the devil card says to me love today Hey, John, right. and I, is, is it a full moon right now? No, it was last uh, Thursday. Last week. Well, I could tell because I always color my hair every full moon and I, I missed it. So tonight's the night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got a minute left. Go ahead. I just wanted to add the really fun thing in Tarot is the suggestions of things and the, the double card. The chains are not tight. <laughs> right, People right. People can take them off themselves. Right. They're and not that's trapped. That's the beauty. We yeah. have trapped ourselves, and we can free ourselves. Right. So beautiful. as soon as we're aware of it. Yeah, there's yeah. a. All there's right. a Sorry, Don. You got to hold that for next week. <laughs> Queen of Keen, get out there, walk, play in the stand. God bless you all. Keep a smiling face. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no breaks. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single.